0: Hello, this is Roy Lilly. You know, Sunday morning telly is really grim. On Sky, we've got Trevor, O. um, uh, well, uh, well, mm, Phillips. And on the other side, there is not Trevor Phillips asking the same questions as Trevor Phillips. There are three person panels on both Sky and Bee. The format, identical. People, interchangeable. The principal talking head is whomever His Majesty's Government would line up. Uninspired and dull. In duplicate. Death Valley telly. This Sunday, grimmer. The Minister, the newly appointed Chief Secretary to the Treasury. A personable young woman, clearly bright The sort of person you see in picture frames on your granny's sideboard, in a mortarboard and a uni-gown clutching a rolled-up degree certificate. We're very proud of her, she's done very well, yes. And within the confines of conservative communication, she probably did do well on Sunday. Avoided the question, why have tax breaks been given at the expense of funding critical public services? and trotted out a barrage of numbers to deflect from the fact immigration numbers are up. Without a single degree of warmth, no hint of humanity. Bossy, clinical, but an impressive demonstration of memory. The mememonist, ah, new word for you, mememonist, mm-hmm. as a politician, admirable as a party trick. Served up as politics, as appetizing as a cold fried egg. It's all very well to be able to recite the nine times table. It's something else to use it to calculate the curve of a parabola to bring an astronaut around the moon and home safely. Numbers and data are only valuable if you do something valuable with them. Increases in immigration to keep care services going is the biggest chunk of the numbers. Social care almost entirely dependent on overseas workers. And I linked to a lot of data and stuff in the e letter this morning you'll be able to link to. The unemployment rate for people on universal credit was 41% in June last year. That means nearly half of families in work don't earn enough to get by and the state intervenes. Now, collecting taxes from low-wage earners to give it back to them in benefits is a very odd policy, even more odd, importing them to do it. Pay people properly and they might take on the difficult and sensitive work of looking after our ming Bar's generation, priceless, delicate and irreplaceable. Earlier in the week, Kemi Badenoch, another young politician, something to do with trade, I think, was giving evidence to the COVID inquiry. The standout moment she said, quote, There's nothing we can do about poverty. Without any hint of humanity, an absolute nothing we can do. A vacuum of ideas, ingenuity, policy, dare I say, desire. It's one thing to be frank about policy. It's quite another thing to abandon hope of improving it. The Resolution Foundation, and I linked to it, forecast that the proportion of people in absolute poverty will increase from 17.2% last year to 18.3% this year. Now, that means an additional 800,000 people in absolute poverty and less investment is increased or we have some new policies. In 2010, a quarter of all mothers were working full-time. By last year, this had almost doubled what happened to policy. There was a time when young politicians had ambition and optimism. Now they appear to have ambition with no purpose other than the pursuit of ambition itself. Is the tide going out on humanity? No better is labour. Coy about their plans and focused only on criticism, hell bent on being in power, to do what, how, dunno. We're still living in the shadow of the world banking crisis. Ten years of flatline funding that ripped the heart out of public services, add to that Brexit and COVID and the future, blue or red, looks to be more austerity. People who rely most on Social Security have already borne the brunt of years of austerity, the impact of Brexit and the burden of COVID, and at the very least politics must do better if only for them. Investing in public services invests in people and the nation, and under-investing weakens the economy and our well-being. Sure Start centres prevented 13,000 hospitalisations a year among the 11-15 to year olds. The policy's gone. Last year, incomes for the poorest 14 million people fell by 7.5% whilst incomes for the richest fifth saw a 7.8% increase. If the next generation of politicians are mesmerized by just the numbers and devoid of ideas, this is a truly grim prospect. But not without siren voices, I linked to a very interesting people, a piece of research this morning. They say the relatively low market wages of politicians attracts a lower quality candidate. Bad politicians generate bad images for the political class so good people shy away. And incumbent politicians hold sway over the careers of future politicians. Thus, bad government leads to more bad government. Interesting, eh? There's a lot that needs changing. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a good week. This has been Roy Lily, and I hope we'll speak again soon.